Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hell World. I am your host, Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello from the internet. And the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. So, uh, this week, uh, we have uh, more confirmation of Joe Biden's uh, victory over Donald Trump in the presidential election. This seems like a very bizarre thing to keep having to say, but... Because we are dealing with deeply delusional people who refuse to accept reality, uh, more and more confirmation needs to be added each and every week to let them know that they've lost. And their response to this is, ah, you're falling into our trap even more. <laughs> I know when I'm out of food in my refrigerator, I have to go and look in it at least seven times to confirm that I need to go grocery shopping. Yes, this is this is what QAnon is doing. They are looking for food in the empty refrigerator and empty cupboards and then assuming that they have won the game of having a lot of food because reasons. They don't actually know how why they've won, but they know they won because they, they don't could... trust the refrigerator. Oh god, don't trust the refrigerator. What you should trust is the plan. And since this food we... metaphor is weak, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm coming in hot this week. This food metaphor is not doing it. All right, all right, I'm going to call you out immediately. What's your better metaphor? Uh, well, how about going into our content warning, and that will safely ah. give me a time to think of a better one. That sounds like a <laughs> wonderful plan. So first Got of all, that. here's a content warning. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Uh, so now that you know what you're getting into, and it seems like, again, more and more people are getting into this, which I am incredibly appreciative of, uh, we can talk about what we're doing. And if you're supporting us, please uh, go to Poker Politics, uh, patreon.com slash poker politics to help us out, kick us a few dollars, help us improve the sound quality of the podcast and all that other good stuff that's needed to make this not the DIY, uh, just slapdash operation that we currently are. Yeah, do, do, do you hear this podcast right now? Couldn't it sound so much better? Aren't you thinking to yourself, man, what a bunch of unprofessional schlubs these guys <laughs> do are. Do you hear this podcast? That, no, that's a real question. Do you hear it? Can you hear us? 
<laughs> we don't uh, know. Uh, are you are you talking to me? Is this an uh, is this an <laughs> no? I'm talking monitor? to our audience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I, well, yeah, I guess if I'm asking the question and they can hear it, uh, that would be a little ridiculous for them not to. You know, it was rhetorical. Way to be a dickhead about it. <laughs> anyway, the point is, we were recording through Zencaster, a website that was great for two whole recordings before it turned into a flaming crater before our very eyes. So this is the opposite of an endorsement for Zencaster.com. If they want to holler at me to get this rescinded, they can provide me with a website that fucking works. In the meantime, we're recording on Audacity again, and since none of us are sound engineers, this is, this is the recording quality you get this week, folks. And if it sounds like shit... And if you can hear a dog barking in the background, yeah, if you can hear a dog, barking. all of these things can be fixed by supporting us with some of your shekels. Yes, exactly. And we, will, we will hire an audio engineer, and we will kill that dog with your money. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we really want you to think of when you in give the us money. Arms of an angel, <laughs> fly away from here. Oh, no, we don't have copyright money. You gotta stop singing. <laughs> I mean, my rendition is so bad that it could hardly be considered something worth suing us over. It's parody at best. You feel it's transformative. Yeah, I'm transforming it from a song that makes everybody sad weepy to a song that made Mike, like, almost die on our on our Zoom call. <laughs> we are so the real, and I love it. Uh, but, uh... Anyway, if we're not worthy of your money, you can donate your money to love146.org. Uh, an organization that actually does all the shit that QAnon claims that they're trying to do uh, in trying to combat uh, child endangerment and abduction and, and child bad stuff, the stuff that requires us to put a content warning at the beginning of our podcast. Yes, so, exactly. Uh, either give us your money or give your money to love146.org or give your money to the Democrats in Georgia until that, that that's still happening, right? I'm not yep. behind the uh, J- January 5th is when that happens. So January? Yeah, we're, we're still going. We're still going on the runoff, so yes, to, give to Democrats in Georgia your money, please, and thank you. And it is, like, it is working, because QAnon has said they're not going to vote in that already rigged election. What's the point? Do yes. You know Good. Please don't. Oh, the, it's so beautiful that, like, all, I, I mean, Lord knows what the what the reality is, because the polling was so off in the previous election, but all the polling shows this to be a razor-thin election so any amount of sand being thrown in the gears by QAnon to hurt the Republicans is most welcome. So, yes, uh, please continue to tell your audience that this election is rigged and they have no need to vote because it won't be counted anyways. And just stay home. Stay home, Republicans. Stay home, QAnon supporters. Don't be a party to this farcical rigged election. It's bad and you should hate it. Yeah, can't win. Don't try. Exactly. Exactly. Never has Homer Simpson said more uh, succinct and brilliant wisdom than that. So well, We already jumped into the news. Do we just want to play the intro? We might as well do that. Yes, indeed. It's time for Cues in the News. What's everyone's favorite death cult been up to this past week? It's time for Cues in the News. So uh, the first thing that happened uh, after our last podcast was the big Texas Supreme Court case happened where they were going to flip all those uh, states that were rigged back to Trump and win this thing. And you liberals are going to be crying tears when uh, ACB and uh, Clarence Thomas and Alito and all those good, honest conservatives on the bench overturn this election. 
And uh, the Supreme Court unanimously said, no, we're actually not going to touch this with a 10-foot pole. You can go fuck yourself, you morons. Peace out. Boom, we're out of here. So, well, f- f- finally, the QAnon and Donald Trump supporters can, can stop with this nonsense. <laughs> it's finally over, I'm assuming. Uh, no, no, uh, it's yeah. not. It will never be God over. damn it. Uh, Why not, is it never over? <laughs> it will end on January 20th at noon and not a second sooner. Uh, what was really, the one thing that was kind of funny and like some people like were kind of wigged out about this was like allegedly in the vote, it was a seven to two, but that dissent by Alito and Thomas is because those two guys are crazy and they think that any uh, hot state on state action lawsuit is something the Supreme Court must listen to. Not that they have to rule in their favor, not that they have to actually do anything about it, but those two guys are just of the opinion that the case has to be heard. And the other seven were like, no, we don't have to hear this shit. Fuck off. And Nor Alito, should we. And, and, and Alito even said in his dissent that, like, look, I wanted to hear this. I wasn't going to rule in your favor, but I wanted to hear it. So, like, even the quote-unquote two dissenters were like, nah, go fuck off, you morons. Just drop dead. So, um, QAnon... Again, I, I love how excited these conservatives and Republicans were to immediately take this state issue to the federal level. Yes. They could not wait to get the federal government involved. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the party of states, right, the 10th Amendment absolutionists were just like, yeah, it's totally cool that Texas will, like, just stick its dick into Pennsylvania's business and be like, <laughs> hey, Pennsylvania, you're going to do things the way we like or you're not allowed to play ball anymore. And it was like, yeah, that's totally cool. The federal government should totally do that. States should be allowed to just, like, literally boss other states around in order to make Trump win. Because that's in the Constitution. Our guy gets yeah, I mean, to win. Where, 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 the, where does it end? Can, can I, like, petition for people in my state, like, for, for the, the leaders in my state to sue another state because they're doing shit I don't like? Right, exactly. Uh, yes. I, I've got, I've got so, some grievances with some states, let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, uh, Utah. First of all, first of all Pennsylvania. I'm just going to say it, the Philly steak and cheese, it's overrated. It's not bad, it's just overrated. And I feel like I should be able to get my state to sue uh, Pennsylvania to make them stop acting like that's hot shit. I don't don't want them to take it off the menu, just stop stop pretending like it's something incredible. Uh, Philly steak and cheese. Yeah, you can can get a comparable, if not better, steak sub in the greater Boston area. (laughs) I know because I've had them. Yeah. And sh- and we can we can sue Illinois to like stop talking about Chicago deep dish being this incredible form of pizza. It's really not. So. Yeah, it is an awesome like pizza deviation, but that's not. I mean, come on. Anybody who thinks that that is classic regular pizza has never seen classic pizza. Right. No, that's right up there with St. Louis style pizza. I mean, St. Louis style pizza differs in being awful. Um, <laughs> both, but it's it's like both a much worse concept and I'm assuming a much worse taste than the deep dish issue. Although full disclosure. I've never had St. Louis-style pizza. I do know that it's like, what if pizza was a cracker? You could have pizza anytime. <laughs> I I remember yes. I was at uh, Gen Con one year, and they had, like, grilled pizza. They had, like, a food truck that literally just had pizza being cooked on a charcoal grill. And I had it, and it did not knock my socks off. But I was like, hey, it's a gimmick. It was worth a try. Whatever. Yeah, I can fuck fuck with some grilled pizza. But I don't think grilled pizza guys out there banging the drum saying that it's the the greatest and best type of pizza. Because, you know, some people in Chicago really be like that. Trying to to tell people 
uh, the, from like you know the New York, Boston, like you know East Coast places where where pizza's from, trying to tell had, them what their fucking pizza is. Have you had just Detroit like, oh, style pizza? Your your pizza is wrong. Truly, pizza is meant to be baked in a pie dish or whatever. It's like uh. I don't know about that, guys. Pizza pie is more of like a misnomer. It's really supposed to be like a thing you can fold and funnel a bunch of grease directly into the palm of your hand. Yes. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, but uh, Detroit style pizza is good. Uh, what else we got? We were... Oh, so the next uh, deadline of QAnon's madness is coming up in two days when this ridiculous executive order that Trump signed in 2018 about like foreign interference in elections. The dream now is that the uh, DNI, uh, the head of DNI is going to unclassify this report on the election. That's going to show that it was just rife with Chinese meddling and all this corruption and and fraudulent voting. And then Trump's going to arrest all the bad guys. And uh, this executive order is going to allow them to like seize like trillions of dollars of Chinese assets in America. And I've even seen some QAnon people talking about like just literally giving that money to us as this bizarre prosperity scam. That sounds fun. Oh yeah. So the funny thing is, is now that we're actually closing in on this, this was more of a thing that came up like right after the Texas lawsuit got bounced. But now that we're two days away from this deadline, most of QAnon has kind of gone radio silent on it because they know it's a deadline that's going to come and go with like fucking nothing happening and only the bigger morons are going to bang their heads into that particular brick wall. So the new deadline that they want to focus everybody on and dangle in front of them like a shiny pair of car keys is uh, on January 6th when the actual Congress in Washington, D.C., meets to certify the Electoral College vote, and how... And, and, and that is when some, some heroic Congress people are just going to flip, flip reverse it, Missy Elliott style, <laughs> in favor of Trump? Yes, exactly. They're uh, going to be like, despite the will of the people, we are deciding to put Trump in, because we know that Trump's steady orange hand that is pretty small needs to be the one on the wheel of the, of the country. Yes, exactly. We, we, need, we need Captain Trump to navigate us through the storms and waves to circumvent all krakens. <laughs> only, only one man can do it, and it, it's, Captain, it's Captain Trump. Yes. The Admirable Trump, uh, Admiral Trump, if I had my say. And Admirable, take... an Admirable Admiral Trump. He's going to take <laughs> us through the looking glass. Oh God! He's gonna do on a pirate ship. I don't know. This is all yeah. Well, again, it's, we're we're just we're just trying to accommodate any QAnon people that are hate listening to us by giving them lots of nautical references because yeah. that's what QAnon's all about is just this the high seas and warding off scurvy by eating lots of oranges and shit. That's what they really care about. It's what's really important to them. Oh yeah, we, we've got a we've got a dynamite grog recipe coming up for our hate listeners. So. Oh, it's gonna be so good that grog. A, I mean, you are going to make sure that your teeth stay soundly in your skull, <laughs> and that you don't succumb to ocean madness and murder your uh, fellow compatriots because uh, you've gone totally Looney Tunes over the endless nothing out at sea. And you don't see a giant talking cupcake puppet like from the movie Cabin Boy. There you go. Or or a mermaid out of ocean, uh, out of, uh, on the ocean. I meant to say at sea, but I said at ocean. That's a thing, right? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's how words work. Or a mermaid you see at ocean that is actually <laughs> just a whale's penis. You guys see that recently? 
No, like, what? So, so, so people were, were doing studies or whatever. Like, I, I don't know how recent this news is, but I, I saw a headline somewhere where there was just like, people believe that mermaids may have actually just been whale penises. Because apparently sometimes whales will just get on their back and just like air out their dicks above the waves. <laughs> and, and like, I guess if you're just like fucking like, m- like mad with sea scurvy illnesses and having not had any sex with anything b- besides your hand in a hot minute or like the peg boy, you're like, just sunsetting over the horizon, you're just looking out over the ocean, you see like a big pink glistening human sized thing sticking out of the ocean. Go back out now. You you might place chicks on it, you're just like, oh man, look at that hot mermaid. And none of your none of your boys that have it in them to tell you that it's really just a big whale dick. Like an actual dork, right? That's what dork is. Dork yes. is whale penis. Yeah, actual dork. I... Yeah, you didn't know that the term dork means whale penis? No. This is all new information to me. And this this is the sort of news that you come for when you listen to our ostensibly about QAnon podcast. Right, exactly. We're we're like 15 minutes in and I'm already talking about whale penis. (laughs) Yup. Strap in, folks. Yes. Yeah, it's it's only downhill from here. But, uh, so these idiots, uh, they are, they have the belief that something will happen at the uh, meeting for the Electoral College in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Some of these people have come up with this insane belief that Mike Pence is allowed to literally declare by fiat uh, what is a valid elector to cast votes and and what is not, and that he will just strike down all the Biden electors from those controversial states, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, et cetera, et cetera. He'll just literally tell them all to pound sand and go home and bring in the Trump electors from those states and they will cast their votes for Trump and Trump will win. Oddly enough, the founding fathers did not make it so that the vice president was a dictator who got to determine who won elections and who didn't. It's really odd they didn't leave that in there, but they didn't. But but since he has been reprogrammed to be able to do that, correct? Uh, They they, they went in under the hood and they chromed out Mike Pence. So now the new extra kitted out Mike Pence is going to show up like Adam Smasher and totally dominate the election for Trump. <laughs> Imagine if it was, like, way, way back when the loser was the vice president. The the Biden-Trump presidency. Yes. Oh, God, that'd be great. Oh, oh, I mean, we would have had, well, we would have had the, the Trump-Clinton presidency. Yes. And... Oh, it, it would have been four years of literally everyone screaming that Hillary was going to kill Trump and take the presidency. Oh, that would have made QAnon even more electric if Hillary was actually just like the exiled vice president, just like waiting for Trump to get dropped. Oh, could you imagine how they would have shrieked during impeachment? Oh my God, you're trying to install Hillary, you monsters! Oh, that would have been so. That Hillary, Hillary Clinton showing up in like a like tattered robes with her hood pulled up, like that character did in The Mandalorian. I'm not going to spoil that yet. It was only a couple of weeks ago. I thought you were going to make a wrestling reference. But exactly like when that character showed up into the Mandalorian, you, you know who I'm talking about, guys. You get it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah we'll, we'll do our Mandalorian season recap in two weeks, so everyone get caught up. It'll be great. <laughs> but, uh, but this all happened. Uh, this, this, this fantasy that's been happening is not how the actual uh, meeting of the Electoral College in D.C. works. What actually happens, and the only way an objection can actually be filed, is if uh, at least one member of the House of Representatives and at least one senator 
uh, file a written complaint about a state or multiple states, who knows. And if that happens, when that state or states come up in the dock, in the queue of the uh, reading of the votes, then the House and the Senate split off. They go to their respective uh, houses, as it were. They are allowed to debate for a maximum of two hours, and then they vote to either accept or reject the complaint. And both houses have to vote in favor of the complaint for it to be heard, and then potentially for those electors to be removed. So the House is obviously never going to accept any of these complaints. The Democrat-controlled House will reject all of them, so all of these objections will fail. Literally, the most ridiculous thing that could possibly happen would be uh, Mitch McConnell allows the Senate to object to every set of electors from every state, and we literally have to drag this out over 100 hours, and it takes like three days to admit that Biden won in Washington, D.C. on January Mike, you, 9th. Don't, you don't know what evidence they have. Maybe they'll finally produce evidence. The, oh, that'd be great. They produce That's evidence. That's when the, the laptop comes yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna dump the, the golden server from Germany on the floor of the Electoral College. And the Democrats are going to be like, oh, well, we, we have to accept that. Uh, these objections are valid. Trump wins. Yeah. Just, uh, just to check in, uh, you follow this more closely than I, I do. Do we have the names of those brave soldiers that fell fighting? Uh, who were they fighting? The cabal? They were fighting the cabal. They were fighting uh, Gina Haspel, uh, the CIA director, who apparently is not dead. Are, they, are these digital soldiers or are these real soldiers? These are real soldiers. These are these were the Navy yeah, SEALs no, that liberated the, uh, the Golden Server from Frankfurt, Germany. Um, yeah, and then placed it in the hands of the enemy, apparently, because we haven't heard hide nor hair of it. No, no, no. I only want to talk about their. I only want to talk about soldiers if they're digital. This is that's important. That's a good point. No. We should only be talking about the brave digital these soldiers. Are, these are just like from that that country song. These were American soldiers. I had to hear that song so many times, and they <laughs> died fighting the cabal. Has a QAnon grifter like put forward to make a QAnon video game yet, where you're like? Fighting the cabal? Uh, they haven't made a video game yet. I've seen, like... Press Q to pay respects. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nail God. It. There is nothing those idiots enjoy more than... Oh, the... my God. Q, Q plus teaches typing? <laughs> That'd be great. It, it would be the easiest game of the world, because all of it would be Q. Yes. Q, Q of the dead? Q Typing Q of the dead? There's there's a deep cut reference. Q, Q paint? <laughs> Yeah, how you like that reference? We're, we're talking, that, that, now we're just now we're just listing typing games. Let's go, Libris <laughs> go, Oregon Trail with a Q instead of an O in Oregon. Uh, Oregon Trail, Oregon Trail. You 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 have died of COVID, which is not a real thing, but the cabal injected it with you with you in it in you to kill you somehow, some way. Also, you've both- encountered a spooky groove. <laughs> But, um, so these objections actually won't work. And so the th- the real, the real thing that I wonder about this is, is how much is Mitch McConnell going to want, uh, to make Republicans, uh, show their asses on this whole thing? Because on the one hand, if you vote in favor of these objections, and you're up for re-election in 2022, which a lot of Republicans in the Senate are, 
uh, you open yourself up to being attacked for like hating democracy, being a dumb piece of shit, supporting QAnon, which are bad things in a general election. But if you vote against these objections and you just like let the process actually play out, you're opening yourself up to being primaried by just a like a psychopathic QAnon lunatic who's going to like scream that you weren't MAGA enough for the great state of like Tennessee or Louisiana or wherever. And you're going to have to like try to win a primary against someone who's just like literally spending three months weeping about Donald Trump having the election stolen from him and how he was the greatest man that ever lived and that you're fighting for Trump even though he's not in power anymore, which, uh... In a midterm primary, when only like psychotic, hyper galvanized people show up to vote, that's probably a good way to lose when you have all the MAGA nuts like turn out for the MAGA candidate who says you're not MAGA enough because you didn't vote uh, to throw out Pennsylvania's electors because Dominion voting systems rigged the whole state and you know it, bro. They did. Yes. Everyone knows it. It's Dominion Gate, right? Oh, God, the Dominionist gate of all Dominion Gates. The really funny thing about that is uh, Philadelphia didn't use Dominion at all, anywhere in Philadelphia. And that was like Biden's, like, just vault of votes that allowed him to overwhelm the rest of the state and win. Where where was this ex-cop that pulled over a, a AC repairman? Uh, I believe that was, was Arizona. Houston. Houston. Oh, it was Houston? It was in Texas? Oh, God, that's awesome. Yeah, um, some group that was uh, was like for country and God paid this guy like six figures to go find out the truth about uh, voter fraud. And he chased down an air conditioning repairman and held him at gunpoint, demanding him to give him uh, the information or the actual three quarters of a million fake vote ballots that he thought that guy was in possession of. And that guy was like, I don't have these ballots. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Please don't kill me. And uh, they managed to resolve it in the peaceful way that the guy who held him a gunpoint had to acknowledge that there wasn't, in fact, nearly a million illicit ballots in this guy's possession. That was a thing that didn't exist. In our hero's defense, if that fucking air conditioning repairman didn't want to look so guilty, he wouldn't be walking around with like a robber style domino mask and a giant sack bulging with what could be illicit votes he's just like creeping around like the hamburger hamburger like don't mind me just comically large bag of votes like envelopes falling out of it the bag actually is labeled illicit votes for biden harris it's like the sack of money in every cartoon robbery yeah, he just like pulls him over, and the, there's just a giant bag stuffed with letters in the, in the backs of like this pickup truck. To just in the bag is labeled "legitimate Trump votes," <laughs> and the guy's just like, he's just like, you know, why I pulled you over? And he's just like, uh, "Don't mind me, officer. I'm just going to the incinerator with these uh, business documents." Wink. <laughs> it really is the most frustrating part of all of these like voter fraud conspiracies. They every one of them says that they did it in the dumbest way possible, just like out in the open wearing Hamburglar outfits and like stealing votes, literally just and in vans labeled Biden Harris stealing the election, and yet they still can't produce any evidence. Uh, Rogers hiding in plain sight, Sarge. Like, where's the easiest place for Joe Biden to hide when he is personally out there rigging voting machines than in a van? 
with his big dumb face on it. No one <laughs> will ever suspect that. It's yeah. the ultimate double deuce. It's, it's like, like it's uh, like Ocean's eighteen up in here. <laughs> Ocean's forty six. But uh they Roger Stone was talking again, he was talking about the North Koreans uh sailing boats to Maine to drop off illegitimate votes for Biden Harris. Which if you think about the geography of that is the most mind blowing claim. They apparently like hacked through the North Pole and the ice of the northern ice cap in order to get to Maine to drop off their votes. And uh, Trump's, um, all of his military intelligence, they just let a boat from North Korea make it to Maine undetected. They didn't think, hey, wait a minute, North Korea just launched a giant boat. It's coming to America. It just docked in Maine. Eh, it can't be anything. No problem. Let them conduct their business, whatever it is. It's Kim yeah. Jong-un's stealth boat technology, and they're using it to <laughs> hand-deliver fake ballots to Maine. Yes. Places. That's that's the, the, the big grand cabal conspiracy. Yeah. And the best part about that is Can you imagine that like a cabal with unlimited reach and that's that's the sort of shit they have to resort to to get to get a vote rigged. They're just like, Okay, the only way we can get this done, we gotta have them shipped in from North Korea by boat. <laughs> it's like, dog, you know that planes have been around for hundreds of years at this point, right? Like use a plane. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know the cabal has teleporters. That's how they get to their secret moon base. <laughs> and yeah, it's just like, it's so ridiculous that like, these are the people who per- pulled off 9-11, killed Kennedy, did all of these things, yet like having an air conditioner or repair guy with a million votes in his van, <laughs> that's what they needed to do. The North Koreans with boats in Maine, that's their play. Like they go from being the most like powerful, evil, calculating monsters you've ever seen to just Boris and Natasha in the span of like five minutes. It's just the most ridiculous nonsense in the world where like the World Trade Center is like collapsing to the ground and then and then they just look at it and go, Now we plot big trouble for moose and squirrel. And it's just like how? How do you have these two separate visions of the cabal in your head at the same time and make it make sense? Because it's just madness. It's just so bizarre. Yeah, nothing ever quite jives. and But they, they just won't see it that way. No, they never will. Because their enemy is their enemy and they're just going to hate them for as long, forever. Um, also, uh, fleeing the ship like uh, the rat that he is, uh, Bill Barr, QAnon's greatest <laughs> hero, uh, decided to yeah, call it quits. Yeah, Billy Boy. Yeah, he can't, wait. He, can't, he can't wait to get away from this shit now. Now that now that it's extra official. Yeah, he waited. He waited for the the he waited for the refs to come back from the sideline to to give the call on the field uh, is confirmed. <laughs> it is a touchdown. And yeah. the bar was just like, oh, cool. In response, I'm going to resign. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I, I love that Bill Barr was like the most corrupt piece of shit in the Trump administration. And then Trump was like, tell him the election was rigged, Bill. And Bill was like, I can't do that. And then Trump was like, please leave. And Barr was like, you got it. No problem. <laughs> that Barr was like 98% the criminal Trump wanted him to be. But he couldn't give Trump that last 2%. So now Barr can't be attorney general for the last five weeks of Trump's administration. Like, that was <laughs> yeah, the sticking it, well, point. Well, I mean, it's it, it would be hard for him to continue to be attorney general when he just got disbarred you know folks <laughs> god damn 
waka waka. Oh man, I need I, I need I need like a visual cue when you go for that so I can have the, the rim shot ready. <laughs> Just like... the rim shot's unnecessary. It's been replaced with you know, folks. <laughs> I, I, I've seen people start to type that out as the button on their on their bad like jokes on the internet. I love it. Like the first time I saw somebody <laughs> literally type out like. Folks, comma, and then nothing else at the end of a bad joke. I was just like, beautiful. The world's come to a great place. Nature is healing. Yeah. Who, who said 2020 was all bad? Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, it, was good. it was good for that button on a joke and for the phrase, you love to see it. Because yeah, <laughs> everybody started saying that shit at the exact same time. <laughs> and you know what? You love to see it. Yes. You really do. You really do. But yeah, uh, 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 I, I I am tickled pink that uh, Bill Barr has had to reside, uh, you know, with this. Like, you know, we're we're in garbage time anyway. So yes, <laughs> like the ramifications are not that massive, but it still is just really funny to watch all these people clear more room on their face for some egg. They're just like, oh, like if I wiped off this cheek here, you may deposit more egg directly onto my face. <laughs> And the best part about this is, is QAnon is like dragging up his replacements who I can't even name and can't pick out of a police lineup. But I saw like, like the deputy of the now Rosen's like the acting attorney general and he has like a deputy acting attorney general under him. And like, I saw some QAnon people like freaking out about this acting deputy guy. And they literally had like a meme of him with like the Terminator under his revealed flesh. And they were just like, and I'm like, the the need, the frantic need for disposable heroes, even now in the dying hours of the Trump administration, is so great that you have QAnon going, Acting Attorney General Bob, he's the one that's going to bring down the cabal. Look at my Terminator meme. He's Wasn't the there a movie with Tony Danza where he's just some like regular schlub, but he gets called up to kick field goals in, in the NFL? God, I can't um, remember the name of it right yeah, now. Yeah, no, the, the trash-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. Wow, that is a great pull if that's what that's called, because that title is insane. And yes, boom, that like that is the reference I just made. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, my brain is a worthless pile In that movie garbage. that I have already forgotten the name of, the field-goal-picking, <laughs> trash-kicking yes. of place. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, yeah, it's it's just it's just so amazing that I really thought <laughs> I stupidly. I mean, they're, they're very they're clearly very desperate for heroes, and we should be those heroes for them. That's what we need to do. We need to just hard pivot. We're no longer anti QAnon. We love QAnon. We can't get enough of QAnon. Please subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> we, we will lie to you so hard for the remaining five weeks, and then try to come up with a spin after Biden gets in. Like I that, can make up gibberish. I can make up way cooler gibberish. Or I could just bring up gibberish that other people might be making up. Like the former Israeli space defense minister or whatever saying that, like, there's a fucking galactic federation that Earth has been con- contacted by, but politely asked to not be part of. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, like dear, dear Donald Trump, of all people, we are aliens and we exist. <laughs> we ask you to not tell people about this because it will blow their stupid minds. And Donald Trump is just like, yeah, I can keep that secret. I'm the sort of guy who can keep a secret like this. Yes. I saw so many, like, like intelligence professionals. That they're just deeply worried that as soon as Trump is out of office, he's just going to start selling our secrets. Oh, of course he is. I mean, the, 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 it's going to be the ultimate Man, We'll way never f- get into the Galactic Federation that way. No. No. Sure. We, we will never be... Somebody, bo- somebody send them Gal Gadot's 
Imagine video. That will let them know what we are about in 2020. Send that to the Federation to have them say that we can't be in. Yeah. It's such a heartwarming gesture that everybody shit all over (laughs) because it sucked. (laughs) And I get it. It sucked. Most of those people can't sing a fucking lick, but come on, man, her heart was in the right place. <laughs> the the Pleiadians will never accept us until we sell <laughs> until we accept Wonder Woman into our hearts. That I think is the lesson of twenty twenty. They're and, aliens. What are the odds they've heard the original version? They don't have anything to compare it to. Was that was, awesome. Was that on the satellite we sent out? Oh my there god, was, a, was it? That would be then. I would be the one with egg on my face. <laughs> They just like show up with this like golden disc and like they just like throw it down. The original. We like the we like the original much better. (laughs) You're shitting all over the Beatles' legacy, you fucks. (laughs) It's just like, but what about all the other stuff that we're doing? And they're just like, that's irrelevant. The Beatles are forever. (laughs) We have an entire alien civilization just addicted to the Beatles. Like they they actually (laughs) they've all all just got the fucking Ringo cut. They all just look like sixties Beatles. So great. But their but their bodies are just grotesque tubers with tentacles sticking out of them. <laughs> I am going to play this clip when I am fucking put up for like you know being alien racist of the tribunal of yeah. the black generation. They're yeah. like, did you hear this shit? He called us all tumors with tentacles sticking out of them with Beatles bob cuts. What's that about? <laughs> we bring before the council L. It's like, oh, jeez. Like, but why me? I'm useless. <laughs> My reach is very small. <laughs> uh, hey, when you when you when you call the uh, Pleiadians uh, tumors with tentacles, that's when you've crossed a line that uh, galactic law requires a swift rebuke of. I mean, some stereotypes are true. <laughs> Take that, Pleiadians. Uh, on Earth, stereotypes are all wrong. But when you get to a universal level, some stereotypes are kind of true. You get it. Yes, exactly. So uh, we have, like, this nonsense about Pence uh, saving the day or the uh, House and the Senate saving the day. But January 6th is going to come and go, and uh, maybe they'll file an objection and stall everybody out for, like, two to four hours. But at the end of that day, Washington, D.C. will admit that Biden's president, and QAnon will scream that the trap has closed even more shut and captured (laughs) even more people. And, like, in the span of the next two weeks between the Electoral College officially being recognized in Washington and Biden being sworn in, quote-unquote, something will happen. Like, what? Who knows? Something. There's going to be a... Something is always happening for those Q people. Yes. When when it comes to Q, something is always about to happen. Oh, God. The always about to happen happening podcast, a QAnon original. What I really... I, I'm so glad that the inauguration is on a Wednesday, which is the day I always have off. So I'm going to be able to like just watch it live. Like uh, maybe we'll do a live stream. Maybe I'll just live tweet it. But just watching the meltdown in real time that's going to happen from all these people, just when SEAL Team Six doesn't like storm the dais and cuff and stuff Obama, Hillary, Biden, and all the rest of them, like when. Biden just gets sworn in and then does a boring speech, like just being able to scroll through Twitter and watching everybody just sort of being like, no, this can't be happening. I mean, it's going to be scroll incredible. through parlor. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm going to be checking my, I'm going to be checking all the posts on parlor from all the people that have been already been kicked off of uh, Twitter as it were. It's going to be great. Just, um, listening What's to racist sh- YouTube again. 
What'd you say? There's a there's oh. a racist version. Of oh, uh, Rumble. Right? Rumble is Rumble. The, Rumble is the new uh, QAnon friendly, which uh, parentheses racism friendly uh, version of YouTube. I saw Diamond and Silk promoting their Rumble account. So, how how long is it going to take before Rumble is just like filled with kitty porn videos that people have uploaded? <clears throat> well, given the fact that Parlor literally doesn't have the anti-child porn like automated system that like every other social network has uh lord knows what the uh brilliant uh people at rumble have done to uh combat child pornography and other scourges of the internet age i have no idea and also no faith in any like because all this shit has chan and it's fucking dna and that's what the chan sites were about yeah, like H- I mean, I haven't been on one in a decade. Maybe they turned their act around, but I somehow sincerely doubt it. Like, yeah, 8chan was literally around because 4chan was cracking down too hard on pornography. Uh, I mean, like, in child pornography in particular. Like, oh, whole- yeah, and back in the day, there were, like, all sorts of sites where people, it was just like, you know, fucking uh, Moot or whatever, the guy who was in charge of 4chan at the time. I'm not sure who's in charge of it now. Maybe he's still the same guy. But he kept just being like, oh, wow. My site has sort of spiraled out of control, and it, a lot of eyes are on my site, and my site hosts a lot of child porn, so I'm going to try to get better at banishing that. And then all he did was just scatter seeds of Chan out into the world, and suddenly like, <laughs> it was like 8chan, 8kun, 12chan, T-chan, like Q-chan, why isn't that a thing yet? Holy shit. Because <clears throat> Ron... Stop like, uh, this recording right now, so that we can uh, secure Q-chan. Yes! <laughs> And uh, yeah, just don't let anybody know. We're gonna, we're going to delete this podcast right now, so nobody knows that anti QAnon people actually own QChan. Uh, and we're just going to make this like pro QAnon like shell corporation and just like rope in all the lolly porn, diaper porn, neo Nazis that are on the regular chans and tell them that this is where the true QAnon believers go to disseminate hate speech and pornography. This is how we really make our mark on this whole like little slice of uh, political culture that we've carved out for ourselves. We start Q-Chan, we get a bunch of these assholes that get up there and start uploading their kitty porn, and then we sell them out to the FBI, and they go to prison. And also, because we were hosting it, we go to prison, but we are heroically going to prison in the good way. They're they're going to prison in the bad way. Yes. They're going to the bad prison yeah yeah we're gonna go to good prison (laughs) we're gonna go to good prison we're gonna be the prisoners that people are petitioning biden for to pardon us but because we're involved in child porn on any level we will never be pardoned and therefore we will just rot in jail for the rest of our lives yeah and we're also white men so we're gonna do just fine (laughs) yes (laughs) we'll be aoki doki in good prison yes That, 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 that that sounds like my pop punk album yeah, we'll, we'll be aoki doki in good prison. Good prison. <laughs> yes. That's one of our future shirts. Yes, aoki doki, aoki doki in good prison. Yeah, we'll be aoki doki in good prison and put a raisin on it. And the full loaf are going to be part of like the the Gen One slate of uh, Adventures at Hell World podcast merch when we get to a level where. We have people that want to buy our merchandise. (laughs) 
the soft boys live from good prison. That's going to be our first, that's going to be our, after everyone gets their, everyone, after everyone gets their vaccine shots and we can do a a show with a live crowd where we are again, like the gorillas (laughs) behind a screen with animated characters playing ourselves. Uh, that will be our first uh, live show. It'll be great. And by great, I mean terrible. But we won't do it from an actual prison. And if people ask us why, we can tell them because we're soft boys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like literally in the name of the title. It, it couldn't have been any more clear if it was the, if it was the never going to a prison podcast. <laughs> in the name of the title. Yes. <laughs> that, that's like, going to well, be well, live from Black Harlem after two a.m. <laughs> it's the soft boys. It's like no, no, thank you. No, nope. <laughs> pass. Our- Wrong. Wrong crowd for us. Oh man! Yeah, do we want to do we want to do some Q drops? Oh, you know I do. Uh, so... I suppose I could tolerate this instead of talking about Blade. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when last we left, uh, Q was giving us very small, very quick little beats, uh, explaining alphanumeric codes to his fans because he didn't think they were that bright, as it were. Uh, <laughs> claiming that he had like toppled North Korea's nuclear facilities and other kinds of nonsense. But uh, with QDrop45, we go back to one of his favorite characters. That's right, folks. It's time to once again follow Huma. Follow Huma. Yeah. What just broke with Huma? What did HRC instruct Huma to do? Reclassified markings. Why is this story just now coming out? What relevance does it have? Why is Donna running for cover? Was a deal granted in exchange for something? Who made the deal? Do we care about Donna or those who instructed her to violate the law? Why is this being leaked v. simply prosecuted privately? Who is attempting to change the narrative and soften the acts that are forthcoming this weekend? So uh, Donna is Donna Brazil, who at this point was like making a book and claiming that like the DNC kind of rigged things against Bernie in 2016. And that sounds like a sex worker name. Not disparaging sex workers or anything, but Donna Brazil. Ooh, la la. Yeah. <laughs> so. That sounds like a character in Cyberpunk. Yes. <laughs> I, I've, I've had to do many of her side quests. And also, she is not a romance option. So, um. But, um. So. But, but, but do we care about Donna? Or uh, those who instructed her to violate the law? Apparently not. Apparently not. Because uh, he, God, does he forget about Donna very quickly. Uh, he doesn't oh, forget about Huma. Oh, Donna again? Does Donna not have the staying power of Huma? No. She absolutely doesn't. Uh, Huma. Is it because Donna doesn't have a, a phantom laptop involved with her? <laughs> that, that That's the big thing. If you're not connected to a laptop, Q loses interest in you very quickly. Petition.org, get Donna a laptop, let's do this. Yeah, we're going to start the GoFundMe. Get Donna Brazil a laptop full of incriminating evidence so if Q ever returns from his slumber, uh, he can talk about her. And Oh yeah, by the way, uh, Q has not posted since uh, he posted the We're Not Gonna Take It fan video, uh, Trump fan video, that uh, actually had D. Snyder come out and say, fuck you assholes, QAnon sucks, which was... if I recall correctly, we all knew that D. Snyder was going to be on our team, right? Yes, we were all very confident that D. It, was it may not- have sounded like shit when I was calling him a forty-year-old man who was dressing like a woman, but that was literally just his thing. Yes. Whoops! I brought up the video to see if it gotten taken down yet. Nope, it's still up. How many views does it have? Uh, one point three million. Oh, of course it does. And the guy who originally made the video. 
uh, is, is, does he still does he still have where we go one we go all in his uh, bio? Because he slipped that in there after like the first uh, wave of Q bombing happened to his video. Uh-huh. He wanted to let them all know he was a bro. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mad American. Well, well, while Sarge looks that up, uh, question... Has any movie trailer no. done a spooky, scaled back, like little kid singing rendition of "We're Not Gonna Take It"? I've never heard you know, that. You know that. That became the hot trend there in like the mid two thousands, and people still do it now, where it's just like some sort of spooky thriller trailer that is just some little girl going, "We're not gonna take it." <laughs> and then like it'll show some spooky shit, and the little girl comes back in, no. We ain't gonna take it. <laughs> oh god, that is that. I mean, that genre—the slower, more haunting version of an original—is like such a trope in movie trailers that I'm kind of offended that we haven't gotten that yet. Uh, so he does still in the in the pinned comment by the guy who made Mad American, who made the video. Who now has twenty thousand subscribers despite only putting out one video? <laughs> um, he does at the very end have the WWG one WGA, yep. uh, and he has a whole long spiel about this is an anti riot video. Uh, and YouTube has slapped a hey this isn't how the election went warning on the video, but has not taken it down. Good on you, YouTube. Just absolutely half-assing shit. In the most impressive way possible. Yeah, I had to do a quick internet search to see if anybody already had the 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 company name WeGo because I was like, man, if nobody's got that yet, we should squat on that one and sell it to QAnon too. But unfortunately, there's a travel site uh, that is called WeGo, and I have to imagine that for several reasons in 2020, that site is probably not doing great. <laughs> yeah, they're probably a bit hurt. So. They're gonna book you. They're gonna book you such a cruise. Oh God, the best cruise! The cruise. (laughs) Cruise the majestic River Styx after dying on one of our majestic ships. Yes. Oh God. I was. I was. uh, (laughs) This was the most horrible thing. There was like uh, a family get together, and it was like a small group of people, and like. I guess the the mother, the matriarch of the family brings out the turkey and then one family member says, boy, this is going to be an adventure. I haven't been able to smell or taste anything for two days. And then, and then everyone looked at them like, what the fuck are you doing? Did you not know what, what that means? And, uh, of the, of the family, I think there were like 10 people there. Uh, three of them were hospitalized and one of them died. Nice. Um, there was, 
a there's an article. God, I don't remember uh, what it was in. This Texas uh, wedding photographer was taking photos with the wedding party like all day. And then one of the bridesmaids is just like, oh, you're so great to do this for us, you know, with everything that's going on with the groom. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he goes, oh, he tested positive, but he doesn't have symptoms. So no worries. And she's just like, what? And then, like, got sick. It's just maddening. Oh, yeah. And she, I, I, I just I actually the, the turkey story I read was a spinoff of that story. And she left and everyone was mad at her. Like, how dare you leave yeah. this wedding to try to avoid getting COVID? And then you got COVID. Well, tough shit. I mean, just absolutely, completely uh, just monsters with no no empathy, no understanding of how, like, interacting with other human beings works. I mean, oh, my God. It's just, can you yeah, imagine? Pro- probably statistically pro-life. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah, pro-life, but willing to give... A person they hired for a job, COVID, because it's my wedding day. So if you happen to die for my wedding, tough shit. Yeah, because fuck you. That's why. Anyway, back to the Q drops. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, you you know the identity of this Donna person. You told me, and I still totally remember, even though I totally don't. Uh, well, but but why is this being leaked? V simply prosecuted private. What is being leaked exactly? Uh, there's really, again, this was just the whole thing where she wrote a book, like alleging that the DNC put their thumb on the scale in favor of Hillary against Bernie, which goes into I mean, the whole. Is, is that news? I thought that everybody sort of assumed that that was the case. Right, exactly. It seemed that way. So yeah, yeah. so like it, this wasn't. Uh, this was just the kind of like the confirmation. But like, this, this is the confirmation bias. This is what leads to the whole. Seth Rich gave the information to Julian Assange for WikiLeaks, and that's why Hillary killed him. It's just like trying to strengthen one of the tentacles of QAnon's narrative, which is like Hillary is bad, the DNC is bad, and Donna Brazil is a brave soul for trying to like. But now uh, the GOP is bad too. What are they going to do? That's the thing that they they don't remember, remember Sarge. There are bad actors everywhere. They're all over the place. <laughs> But simultaneously, there's not a, not as many of them as you would expect. Yes, no. <laughs> Schrodinger's evil conspiracy, both all encompassing and only a select few. Um, it, it's, it's like going to a, it's like going to that dare program when you're a kid, and all, all dare really taught anybody was that a, a, every high school student in the world was doing drugs all the time, always. But <laughs> drugs would also ruin your life, so nobody could take them and succeed. And it was just like, well, I don't know. The, I, I watched the captain of our football team smoke a joint, and he seems all right. <laughs> nope. Uh, One joint, your life is ruined. Why? Right, is you want to roll into the next drop? Oh, yes, I do. Uh, this is... God. I'm just reading this. My brain is already, like, just sizzling. This is just so out there. Q-Drop 46 is all over the map. Why is the information re-B-O important? re U1 and export arrival to Canada to EU. Where is BO today? Did BO and or his admin ever fake false statements that U1 would never be exported from the US? Who made those statements? Who did they report to? Why is this relevant? The public has been given a select taste, i.e. sampling. Rest assured others have it all. 100% verifiable and impossible to refute. Why is this relevant? Who controls the narrative? 
Why are left-wing organizations beginning to report on DNC slash D corruption? Does the CIA have operators inside the MSM? What happens if exposed? What happens if tied back as knowing to execs? What does this have to do with leaking? What if it can be verified no source stories made up were in fact and approved to be published? The wormhole goes deep. Wow. Like, literally only like four sentences into this drop and already Q has sunk my battleship. What? Yeah. There, there's what a the BO, there's a U1, about? there's an EU, there's a US. It's like, man. That that is a lot of letters and numbers to be taken in. What what is this? The hacking game in Cyberpunk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you connect BU to U1 and EU, that gets you the the, the jackpot of your other level 3 money demons at the uh, access terminal. Um this what's really funny about this is this was uh like his code for Obama BO back in the day before he realized that like his fan base wanted him to address Obama by the uh, moniker Hussein, which allows them to, like, just totally bask in their racism and hatred of yeah, Obama. Right. On, on the spectrum of racist things, they could have insisted that Barack Obama be called. Hussein seems pretty tame. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the it's, it's as far as Q is willing to go until you get to, uh, I think it's like Q drop 1509 or something like that, where he just actually uses an anti-gay slur to address Obama, which is lovely and something that a, a, a military intelligence operation would absolutely do. Yeah. But, um... I mean, sometimes you slip up and you call Barack Obama the F word. What are you going to do? Yeah, it just happens. Oops, oopsie daisies. Whoopsie. Yeah, I shouldn't have. <laughs> I shouldn't have sent that text-based meme using a slur against Obama, so that when we arrest him and he has a trial, uh, they can be like, "Hey, the uh, the arresting officer uh, actually has a prejudice against my uh, defend my client," and uh, like. 99% of all evidence he's collected needs to be thrown out. And then they're like, oh, fuck, this is why he needed the military tribunals so we can just kill him anyways, because that's what America's all about. Just I categorically refuse calling Barack Obama the F-word. Well, have we ever called him the N-word? This press conference is over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So... Uh, Can this I tell is... you though, my, my my least favorite part about this Q drop? It, it, it's a little it's a little spoiler territory for people that uh, that don't want Q drop forty seven uh, from November second, twenty seventeen, spoiled for them. But <laughs> the thing I hate the most about this Q drop is I know that whichever Q is writing this shit starts to go on an Alice in Wonderland jag, and in Alice in Wonderland, it's not a fucking wormhole; it's a rabbit hole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like it, he mixed his metaphors. What are you talking about? The wormhole goes deep. Wormholes don't really go anywhere. They, they're, they're tears in space that you like shoot through. It's not like a tunnel. It's it's not like an actual like it's supposed to be like a teleportation thing. Wormholes don't go deep. They don't go anywhere. And the thing that's and the thing that's really fucked up about this is like uh, Q drop forty seven is like eleven minutes after Q drop forty six, so like he had the Alice in Wonderland thing chambered, and he still went wormhole instead of rabbit hole. It's so weird. I mean, again, spoiler alert: he also misspells Alice in Wonderland. But I mean, like at least at least try to stay in the same fucking ballpark with your references, like, well, like. What is it? Sliders on one hand, and then we go to Alice in Wonderland. Like, pick a fucking lane, bud. Yes. Did we already talk about that? This is a hundred percent verifiable and impossible to refute. Yeah. 
Yes, that, we did, have. Did, did we already did we already talk about how Q decided to mansplain to us what uh, what what sampling is? Yes, <laughs> the Republic has been giving a select taste, and in case you don't know what that means, Q's here and he's got your back. Parentheses, i.e., sampling. Oh, thank God. Woo! I, I had no idea what like I, I had no idea what the select taste meant. Yes. Now, uh, <laughs> it, now I understand. Select. It, it's a candy. It was a sample. I also would have expected like accepted like an aperitif. <laughs> oh, I, I fucking hate Riddler Q. It frustrates me so much. What, Why what? is this relevant? Who controls the narrative? Well, you just said it's 100% verifiable and impossible to refute. So everything you say should be happening any minute now. Three years later, your boy lost the election by historic numbers. And yeah, it's, 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 it's so ridiculous the, uh, what makes me really sad is he didn't put a third why is this relevant in at the end. Because I was, I was waiting for it. I was, like, aching for more relevancy. <laughs> I um, mean, you guys just don't understand it, dog. Alice in Wonderland. The wormhole <laughs> goes deep through the viewing glass. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. And uh, this is, uh, again, nonsense about Uranium One, which none of it is true. Uranium One was, like, a Canadian mining company that got bought by Russia... And all of, like, the different intelligence and uh, departments of America signed off on it. Like, it wasn't just the State Department. Hillary couldn't have put the, pushed the deal through herself. It would have required a lot of people. And, yes, uranium was exported, but none of it was exported to Russia. Um, there was, like, America to Canada transfers. And then, uh, later on, there was some, like, sales of the uranium to states in Europe. But Russia never got any of this uranium. It was just a Russian company that owned the rights to the mining facilities. They weren't like, thanks for giving us access to this mine, you idiots. And then just like harvesting uranium to take it back to Russia. And the last thing about this nonsense is uh, Kazakhstan, I believe, is like, uh, it's one. Of, it's either Kazakhstan or Uzbekistan. It's one of these two. But there's this giant country next to Russia that is like the leading exporter of uranium in the world. So if Russia really needed some fucking uranium, they would just go next door. They wouldn't go all the way across the Atlantic to fucking Canada to get some goddamn uranium. It's well, uh, Mike, what it. you're forgetting is that it's really easy to transport Canadian uranium through the deep wormhole. This is oh, that's right. I forgot. I did forget there is it's a. Just, it's just like Stranger Things. Spoiler it, warning. There, it, it, yeah, I forgot about the Quebec to Moscow wormhole that you can just throw uranium into and it comes out the other side, no problem. Yeah, that's a, that's what you do with your hoppers and your uranium. Yes, <laughs> you just, you just send it through Terran space to Russia. Yes. I read the next Q drop and started laughing. Okay, so uh, we'll bang out Q drop forty seven and then decide if we're going to continue or we're going to call it a call it a day for the Q drops. Oh, there, they're so dumb. You can paint the picture based solely on the questions asked. Be vigilant today and expect a major false flag. Does anyone find it to be a coincidence there is always a terrorist attack when bad news breaks for the D's? What is that called? Military relevant? How? B.O. could and would not allow the military to destroy ISIS. Why? How was ISIS formed? When? How has POTUS made such progress in the short time he's been president? Alice and Wonderland. <laughs> I like... God bless our voice of Q for putting an emphasis on that ampersand. Yes. <laughs> dear listeners, Q spelled it out. Alice ampersand Wonderland. 
Hey, Alice. man, don't take it for granted that that is an easy thing to say and spell. Yes. Uh, so, Sarge, uh, you are our military expert. So, ISIS, that's a thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Why, why didn't, uh, why didn't uh, Barry O uh, just let the military destroy ISIS? Because it wasn't relevant until we destabilized the region. Like, but this... but when, when you were personally in the rack with a scimitar that you've taken off of insurgent to the throat mm-hmm. of yet another insurgent waiting for Order 66 to come through to murder all of them, why did he not give that order, sir? It's, it, it's still a mystery. We down, down at the VFW, we talk about it every day, how we didn't wipe out ISIS. It wasn't a thing. <laughs> We America does this all the time. We destabilize regions, and then we wonder why these fucking terrorist organizations pop up. Also, not for nothing, but this gripe seems pretty crazy because, like, a they're griping about Barack Obama not destroying ISIS. B they're talking about how great Trump is doing in the short time he's been in office. But they're just like coincident. They're, they're just coincidentally forgetting that Barack Obama was the the ass in the seat when uh, number one super terrorist. Osama bin Laden was murdered, right? Like, so yeah. like he, these he people don't give a fuck about nine eleven because that that that's old news. But if they did, maybe they'd just be like, oh, well, the last Republican president didn't kill Osama, and then a Democrat got in the in the chair and fucking still tuned six whack to that guy. The thing I love it's about that Barack Obama is like anti-military when he killed the number one villain of the planet. It, I remember like the weekend that uh, bin Laden was killed. I was at work, and one of my coworkers angrily told me that Obama only killed bin Laden to get reelected. And I was like, really? Like, positive reinforcement is a bad thing? When you do something <laughs> Americans want and we reward you, that's not good? Like, like, what are you trying to tell me? That, like, SEAL Team 6 was about to land and Obama was like, tell me again, what are my poll numbers? Ooh, okay, okay, fine, fine, we gotta do it. We gotta do it. My poll numbers are too low. Get in yeah, there. That, that girl I met last night was great and all, but she only sucked my dick because she wanted to spend more time with me. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. Yes. <laughs> this whole thing called love, it's so weird. Why would you do such a thing for me? Uh, so confusing. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's just so... The, their hatred is so uh, ever omnipresent. They just can't give the other side any credit for anything and uh this also this q drop also uh kind of like poisons the brains of QAnon for forever because whenever uh anything bad happens in the world which is usually a mass shooting in america because we have way too many guns and, and all kinds of problems whenever there's a mass shooting if there was a scandal or some bad news for democrats in the news before that mass shooting, QAnon will say the mass shooting was a false flag to get that shooting out of the uh, headlines and out of the narrative. But if things are kind of tranquil and nothing's going on and there's a mass shooting, then QAnon will say, oh, some bad news is coming for the Democrats any moment now, and they got out in front of it with a mass shooting. So they created this just absolute perfect system to dehumanize all victims of all mass shootings they don't exist. They're not real. The mass shooting is not real. Everything that we see on television is just a way to try to obfuscate bad news for Democrats. Well, yeah, because the alternative is uh, them maybe, you know, having to look around, look at the world around them and just be like, gee, maybe gun control laws in America are fucked up. 
But no, I no. agree with him. We, we, like, if, if Americans didn't have easy access to guns, how would we defend ourselves against other Americans with guns? It's, it's one of those Look great questions. It. It's one of those really great questions that you have to ask yourself all the time. And so you just have, this is, again, the Alice in Wonderland kick has begun and it's not going anywhere. Oh, it's just, so it's, I was about to ask, does this, I know it sticks around for a little bit. I was about to ask if it super sticks around. Alice in Wonderland featuring Alice. its Worcestershire cat. Yes. Uh, this is kind of a really prevalent thing for the remainder of the first 72 drops where he just gets like really on this weird kick of screaming and yelling about Alice in Wonderland. And then after this, after like basically Q uh, runs out of steam on this nonsense, he starts like throwing more movies in like later on the Godfather three becomes a big thing. It's, it's really weird. It's like, he's just trying to see how many dumb rabbit holes he can run people down uh, wormholes. I believe you mean wormholes? wormholes? Well, yes, wormholes. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely, wormholes. Get it right or pay the price. Oh God! When you when you there, ha- there is no there is no rabbit in Alice in Wonderland. In Alice in Wonderland, the titular Alice follows the white worm down its wormhole. This is true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the white worm. I am... Oh yeah, I mean the, the the whole thing is a really graphic sex allegory. <laughs> You, you don't mean, want to know. You don't want to know what the real life story between Alice and the White Worm was. It's not good. It's not great. No. Oh God! Just, just be thankful she wasn't part of any other literature, specifically Moby Dick, because that's a white whale. <laughs> that seems like much harder to take. Alice in Wonderland, not written by a pedophile. So you know, it's <laughs> really cool that Q keeps referencing that. Yeah. So... They, they just need to see the first season of The Magicians for the warning. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll clear all that right up for people. Oh God! So, uh, and then I think some. I think like the the Born series gets referenced at some point. I think Speed gets referenced. There's just like it becomes this really weird thing where Q's just kind of wondering how many dumb. Uh, Q can't fuck with Speed. If anything, Q can only fuck with Speed too. Cruise Control because it takes place on a boat. Uh, there's okay, dream, uh, Am I am I misremembering this? Didn't we dream up? <laughs> Speed 3 in an episode. Um, We've certainly talked about Speed and Blade in the past. (laughs) So, uh, I just just typed in... uh, Blade Speed Patriots. (laughs) Good speed through the wormhole, Patriots. Um, Q-Drop 144, he decides to just go whole hog on movies, and he gives us Alice and Wonderland, Snow White, Iron Eagle question mark Godfather three question mark Speed question mark. So he's just here's all the watch all these movies like literally he's just some like uh, Q, Q works works or worked for Blockbuster Video confirmed. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The true identity of Q is cross referencing all the people on 4chan who were uh, Blockbuster employees. I am. <laughs> Oh, me and L have a uh, form, uh, former acquaintance from our in our community who was a Blockbuster employee, and now I'm me? just thinking, yeah, it's Sarge. Yeah, um, I worked at Blockbuster in high school. Oh my god, you you you! I didn't know that. Sarge I didn't know the stark truth of you. We just, we just fucking. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, Sarge is Q confirmed. He's, he's been he's been triple agenting us the whole time. That son of a bitch. <laughs> That's why he was so supportive of the storm wave. <laughs> 
god oh it's so great oh all right do we want to get into some uh listener questions considering we're, we're running kind of long okay that sounds like a plan to me uh the listener questions which i actually uh found this time because i'm not like uh incompetent no, no, nothing's better than what. So we, when we record this, dear listeners, we're we're doing it like we we record through uh, whatever recording software we're doing, but we also have Zoom up so we can see each other's faces. And nothing fills my heart with joy like the the, the frantic eye scanning of <laughs> Mike the dealer <laughs> when he fucking has to call up a Q drop or the listener <laughs> questions. He's like, oh yeah, I could absolutely do that and his eyes just like darting around frantically it's great well the, the main reason why please, please donate money so we can hire a producer and the other reason why like the terror is real for me today is because as we're going through audacity i have this unbelievably junky setup to get my speakers close enough to the microphone so that everything records well so in order to not topple that i have to be incredibly delicate with my uh, attacks on my mouse to move it around. So, when, yeah. The, when, when our stories are etched into history and we become huge <laughs> megastars in the future, we'll look back on this time, we'll just be like, man, we were recording on a stack of books through computer speakers coming out of Mike's, like, desktop setup. Can you believe that shit? Yep. Oh, yeah, that's our <laughs> lives. That is well, our... well, you're pulling up questions. Do you want a blockbuster story? Uh, the questions are already up, so oh, the, all right. the blockbuster well, story I'll... better be incredible or you can can it, buddy. Oh yeah, starting next week, a little, a little teaser for the for the listeners. Sarge's blockbuster corner. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I only worked there a year in high school. And I have a bunch of stories. Oh, I, I've I've got stories from GameStop. If we want to just have like a like, if we just want to continue to dilute what this podcast is about with <laughs> stories of retail hell. <laughs> It's oh. Q's fault for being fucking boring. We're, we're, we're just going to read one Q drop every week and then just talk about nonsense for the rest of it. Whale penises, <laughs> putting raisins on it, blockbuster video, Blade, <laughs> the seminal Blade trilogy. I'm here I'm, I'm here for retail hell's corner. Uh, I can talk about my time working at Store 24. It'll be great. It'll be absolutely incredible. All right. Well, there, there, there we go, listeners. A little teaser for the future. But yes. in the meantime, we probably have questions from you we should answer. We do. Uh, Bobby Ellis, who uh, has brackets, fear is the mind killer, which is uh, wonderful, uh, says, class. Uh, yep, says uh, same as last time, but it got in too late. Do you think the guys running Q, the Watkinses, actually believe this stuff? Is it all just a massive grift? It seems like Utah and Major Patriot just make this stuff up as they go. Do they really mean it? I think it's at some point, if you're like one of the followers, like a major patriot or a Utah or any of these guys, at some point you just poison your brain with this bullshit and you just now can't get off the ride anymore. Like, uh, major patriot today literally sent out a tweet that was just the word Obama and got like 8,000 likes. Like, the, the, the psychotic dopamine he hit. Obama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The psychotic dopamine hit these people get from just like like just typing I ate a burrito and it was delicious. It's it's got to be just incredible and now like they're all of these people are living in terror that January 20th is coming and their binky is going away and it's going to be really bad. So I just I just don't know. So, so so you're you're of the you're of the mind that it started off as sort of like a grift or an ARG or a LARP or whatever but then over time 
whoever's writing it started to get high on their own supply and now they believe it? I, I think that's absolutely the case. I, I think it's it's so hard to not get high on your own supply when you're believing in this shit. Like, even if you on some level know that, like, this is a way to make money for yourself, at some point you can't help but start believing your own lies. And when it comes to the Watkins uh, father and son combo, I feel like Ron Watkins was always pilled. He was always a conspiracy theorist. He was always, like, in that headspace. So, like, when Q shows up and just blows just blows up and it becomes like the biggest thing in the world and it's on his uh, cesspool of an image board now ron has an easy in to like actually being able to play in the big boy sandbox of conspiracy world and jim seems like a just a nut i mean jim watkins is just a weird crazy dude who probably he probably thinks q is right because again his son's probably pilling him all the time and also it's the only intellectual property that h kun has that has any weight whatsoever i mean you can go anywhere to be an anti-semite you can go anywhere to find all the fetish porn and all that nonsense the only place you can go for q shit is eight kun so it's like it is his, uh, the only reason why he's on the internet right now is that nonsense. Otherwise, he would just be doing whatever other adventures he would be doing in his life. Because he, he's, Jim Watkins has money. He doesn't have to be doing any of this crap. He's just a weird guy that enjoys having attention. And now he's got attention because he runs a conspiracy theory, which is nuts. I, I at least partway agree with that. Uh, I think that if for sure it was just some nonsense at the beginning like we we talk about it as like an arg or a larp or like a bad story like you know all the time and in my heart of hearts that's what i believe as to whether or not i think that the people responsible actually believe their bullshit at this point man i mean you know that 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 kind of that kind of it comes down to how much credit you want to give them as uh grifters and flim flam men and snake oil salesmen and all that good shit like you know if you, if you think that their brains are weak and feeble, then yes, they've infected their, themselves with their own poison somehow. But if you think that they're, like, sharp enough to, to, to jump through the hoops without letting the hoops jump through them, so to speak, like, then they kind of have to be sitting on the top of the pile just laughing at all the people as they dance for them. And, you know, I don't know how much credit I want to give these guys, so honestly, I'm sort of, like, in the air on the last part. I certainly feel like it started as bullshit, though. Oh, it absolutely started as bullshit. I mean, Q-Drop 1 was a guy LARPing in response to another guy saying that Hillary was going to get cuffed and stuffed. I mean, the first guy is like, Hillary's getting arrested. And then Q pops in and he's like, this is how Hillary's going to get arrested. And then he starts like talking. I know, because I have Q-level clearance. Right, exactly. And then he just starts spitting mad shit. And like the thing that's really kind of funny is... Because people didn't kind of backfill, like, who Q was at the start. So, like, those first two Q drops, they didn't ding his credibility that much. Because he only started gaining steam in, like, by Q drop 20 or so. So no one was like, hey, bro, why is Hillary not in jail yet? What the fuck? You told me she was going to be in jail. And that's why, like, that's why you mentioned it, uh, like, on the last podcast that... You were like, holy shit, these 72 drops are like over like three days. And yeah. now Q goes like a whole month with like saying nothing except that we're not going to take it video. 
And it just goes to show that like Q knows he's hitting a hard deadline and his fun is probably going to end on uh, November 3rd. So he's got to like just suck the marrow out of the bone of this LARP that he's doing. And then it turns out that his audience is just so accommodating that even when he bricks out hard on his, on his deadline, he's able to keep lying to them for three more fucking years. Yeah, I, sometimes I feel like we really missed that by deciding to make a podcast fighting for the good guys and ostensibly being listened to by the good guys because the bad guys just seem so gullible and easy to trick. <laughs> they, yeah, the, it's all just they'll, they'll buy almost anything because they have to. The table has been disproven as not being a table. The conspiracy theory is this table and we keep taking away the legs and they just keep inventing new legs for their table. And they'll, they'll just buy anything because of it, because they have to have legs for their table. That one was a little bit better than the food metaphor at the top of the podcast. Yeah, I'll I was trying. <laughs> we appreciate it's, you, sir. You see, you, you try a thing, and then I critique it. That's, that's sort of like, that's the banter that people have come for. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for, the, thanks for the question there, listener. We think that it started off as horseshit, and whether or not the people that are involved believe their own horseshit is sort of like, you know, dealer's choice, to use a mic-appropriate parlance. Thank you, sir. Uh, American flag, uh, fire emoji, kiss epic, rose emoji, bald eagle emoji uh, asks, who was your favorite president in U.S. history? Uh, uh, Bill Pullman. <laughs> mm, uh, that's a good one. Is, is that the right guy? Doesn't he always get confused with another guy? Bill Paxton? Uh, Bill no, Paxton. I think Pullman is the right one. Yeah, well, I, think, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think you nailed it. I think Pullman's right there. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that was... Uh, that was very quick-witted. I, I appreciate that, Sarge. That was that was good. That was a solid one. That was <laughs> that was definitely better than the food analogy. So. I try. Yeah. How about you, Mike? Who's uh, president, you probably got like because I'm I'm probably going to give another goof answer. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to go Lincoln because he had to deal with a mountain of shit, and uh, also he murdered lots of the slave-owning scum of the Confederacy, and. The only objection I have to Lincoln was that he didn't murder enough of them. We should have, like, the military tribunals that QAnon is always calling for, uh, yeah, we should have done that after the Civil War. We should have hung Lee, we should have hung Jefferson Davis. All those fucking traitorous dogs needed to pay, and they needed to have their nose rubbed in the shit that you don't commit treason against America in the name of slavery and get away with it. But, uh... For the the shit hand that he was dealt and what he had to deal with, uh, Lincoln definitely gets a solid A minus out of me. So uh, good on him, and that's probably the only serious answer you're getting out of the three of us. Uh, that's true because my answer is Reggie Fils-Aimé, former president of Nintendo of America. Ooh, good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Show me potato I, I salad. I might go to Vamp for a second because I was like, I have to confirm that Reggie was president in that role, and he was. So, like, I, I but you know, he he was. He was some corporate level big shot, so he could have been like a CEO or CFO <laughs> or CDO or Nintendo 3D, like 3DO. 3DO. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. right. Reggie Fizeme was the Nintendo 3DO of Nintendo of America. They were they were coming for that crown years after relevancy. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your question, listener, with the many emojis in their name. And uh, finally, uh, Benjamin Bentley uh, asks, uh, does post-inauguration QAnon most likely pivot to, and he gives us a multiple choice options, one, Trump is still secretly the real president, continue to trust the plan, two, QAnon was a LARP and loses significant popularity, three, Trump lost in the deep state slash cabal, one, four, Trump lost, but he is still fighting and we still support him. 
You can also answer five other if you so desire. Five other. Well, that's our show, everybody. <laughs> I mean, the the thing is that it, it seems unlikely that the whole that the whole the whole Q group is going to all move in one direction, right? Like, mm. I, I mean, just as an outsider, it sort of seems like once the wheels truly start to spin off of this fucking thing, it seems more likely that Q is going to fracture into some some groups, and I think that those groups are going to like run that gamut. Uh, probably not two, the one where people like wake up to the fact that it was a LARP and bullshit. Like that is unfortunately the one that seems the least likely. Like right, like the the people that are deeply entrenched, it doesn't seem like the the cords are going to get pulled out of the back of their head and the goo is going to empty out of their matrix chamber because it is revealed that Trump was full of shit the whole time. I feel like Trump could pull a mask off of his face, Scooby Doo style, revealing himself to be a literal actual clown underneath it, and like a lot of the Q people would still find a way to support him. So uh, I feel like personally, my answer is, is in fact other, if only because I feel like Q is probably going to split off and cover all the rest of those bases. And maybe they'll team up with each other when they need to, but I feel like they're going to have to start eating their own in order for some of them to like come out on top of the heat. We talked about this and spitballed it on an earlier episode where I asked largely the same question, uh, do you think it's going to fracture? And I think, yes, we're, we're starting to see it and uh, just little by little, but I, I think they, they start to, to fracture and splinter in different directions. I think, uh, I think, I think that uh, both Sarge and L are right about like all of these things are going to happen, but I, my gut has always been that number three is the most likely answer, which is that, Again, the uh, this whole bullshit QAnon thing is just a layer cake where you the, the bottom layer is the protocols of the elders of Zion, which is just vicious anti-Semitism, and Jews are secretly trying to control the world. And then like the next layer is the satanic panic from the 80s, and then the next layer is the Illuminati New World Order shit from the 90s and the 2000s, and then QAnon is the whole Trump bullshit on the top layer of the cake. And all Trump leaving office does is rip his layer off the cake and throw it away, and you're still left with like this just this this cake conspiracy bullshit theory that the world is run by evil bad people, and you kind of see that as uh, Trump is losing support from like Republicans and stuff. When like Mitch McConnell referred to Biden as president elect and Kamala Harris as vice president elect. Like a bunch, of, like half a QAnon was like, "Oh, that's just five-dimensional chess," and Trump told McConnell to say that. But then the other half of QAnon was like, "Fuck McConnell, that deep state piece of shit! I always knew he was no good." And that is what's going to happen as Trump loses more and more friends and more and more people begin accepting the fact that Biden's going to be president and that for their political careers and their political futures, they're going to have to acknowledge that reality and get ready to work with Biden for the next four years. So, like, these people are going to start seeing more and more swamp, more and more bad guys. And basically what was the Illuminati is now just going to be the deep state and the deep state is just going to be the winners for like, I think that that's going to be what the biggest slice of the QAnon fragmentation pie is going to be. There's, there'll be those who are like, like is it a pie or is it a cake, Mike? You're mixing another <laughs> here. It's a, You're it's going a, it's strong. You, it was cake all the way down until sometime it hit pie. So, like, is the base layer of this cake a pie? Are we inventing a dessert? It, it, it It's stationed on a table with no legs is where it's at. Well, no, the, the legs keep getting replaced as the person replacing the legs is looking hey, in the fridge. Hey, don't, don't monkey with my table metaphor. It's great. 
Yeah, his his table metaphor was the best one so far. Your your your, your cake metaphor was 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 doing well until it transmogrified into pie halfway down. <laughs> the cake was always the cake. The pie was the different slices of QAnon that are going to be divvied up afterwards. They are I don't know, Mike. Like... I think the cake was a lie. God damn it, you beat me there. God damn right I did. <laughs> Boom! That's right. Yeah, we're going back in time. It's 2008. Jonathan Colton is relevant. The orange box is the most robust deal in gaming history, and everybody's freaking out about Team Fortress 2. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like that was probably the, we've peaked we've peaked as a podcast we're not getting better than that that was like no. the smoothest shit l has ever done well re- re- remember that the the audio listeners didn't get to see me dance so <laughs> i still think there's room for improvement on the audio end but oh man that was i was dancing during that whole bit that was beautiful I was very excited about it especially because the sarge served me up the uh, being angry that I beat him for that fucking low-hanging fruit. But I've always yeah. said it, the, the juiciest fruit hangs the lowest. And then you, <laughs> you fuck it, and you make it into a pie. And you put that pie on a table with no legs, and then you stack a cake on top of the pie. <laughs> this is the platform I'm running on. All of this, L2024. Only the table pie cake can save us from the storm wave. The Kraken is rebuked by the cake pie. <laughs> And you know what makes the cake pie really good? It's when you put a raisin on it. Uh, yeah, and you got to put raisins on it. It's like any good pie or cake. It's only enhanced by raisins. Yes. All of these Oatmeal things are cookie, true. bam, raisin in that motherfucker. Now it's delicious. <laughs> oh, what, you got some celery with some peanut butter? Big fucking deal. Boom, put a raisin on it. Now it's ants on a log, bitch. <laughs> ants on a log. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> My ants on a log references killed Mike. <laughs> I think I think that, so this I is think like that's a dynamite time for me to remind you that if you enjoy what you're listening to, please go ahead and support us at Poker Politics on Patreon. If you feel like you're in a position to donate some money to us, go ahead and please do that. If you like what you're listening to, but you're just like, hey, I don't want to give my money to these random white male idiots. They suck balls, even though I enjoy their podcast, and that is totally fine. We understand that you suck and that you are hoarding your money like some sort of Scrooge McDuck miser. But if you can manage to let a little bit of it squeeze through your ducky fingertips, please, if you can't give it to us, give it to love146.org. They're out there doing good work. We like to plug them so that they can help continue to stop actual human trafficking, specifically child human trafficking, uh, the way that QAnon claims that they want, but they never do anything to work towards. Uh, Or if none of that is good enough for you, uh, just go ahead and tell a friend about our podcast. Tell a friend about any political podcast that leans blue. If you happen to be in a position to influence the uh, Georgia uh, runoff elections, go ahead and please do that, either by supporting the Democrats or by convincing Republicans that the vote is rigged and they shouldn't vote anyway. And uh, you can find us on our various social media locations. Uh, Mike, as always, at uh, on Twitter, at Poker Politics. Or is it Poker and Politics there? Poker Politics is the handle. Poker Politics. I thought so, but I wanted to make sure to get it right. <laughs> yep. uh, Twitter, at Poker Politics. Uh, Sarge and myself are on Twitter, at uh, Hellworld Sarge, with a Q instead of the O in the word world, or uh, Hellworld L, respectively. And uh, has anybody else got anything else to say before we uh, like take this ship out of its tumultuous waters nautical <laughs> reference? Oh, I'm, I'm ready for our totally organic catchphrase, sir. 
All right. So, uh, as always, we always end the podcast with our totally organic catchphrase. It doesn't require me to count it down, but I do anyway, just for posterity, because it's so fun to count down from the number three. <laughs> Can't fucking get enough of that number three and its lower numbers. So, let's go ahead and start at three and count ourselves down. Three, two, one. Good, Good evening, Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.